Welcome to Rag Chew. If you're as curious as a cat as we are, you can follow us over on Facebook at Rag Chew Podcast, or you can just listen to the podcast every Monday at 9 a.m. Uh, I'm Max, and uh, I was disappointed to find out that I wasn't Hulk Hogan's brother after hearing it for so long. And I'm Cade, and uh, for those who are wondering, Bonesaw is better than Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah, brother. Hey, how you doing, brother? I <laughs> <laughs> don't know who Bonesaw is either, by the way. Like, uh, you've got some research to do. Uh, that's Bonesaw. my best recommendation that i can give you yeah i think let's just leave it at that let's leave it to the yeah, list i don't want to i don't want to tell them i i want i want them to find out and i want people who know me to send me a direct message and say oh i know who bone saw is or oh i didn't know i can't believe you pulled it off you know yeah no no, no i think that'd be great you know it, and and can i can i give it a little bit of a hint yes you can okay the only hint i'm going to give is i was watching that 70s show recently and uh i am currently on like perusing the entire thing. So we were talking about Netflix last episode, all the things we're watching. I'm currently watching that 70s show, rewatching it. It's fantastic. It's a great show. Um, and one of the episodes, I think it's that wrestling show is what it is in the first season. Totally didn't know, like <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson, though I should have connected the dots. Dwayne the Rock Johnson is in that episode as like, what is it? I think it's Rocky Johnson is that what they say the wrestler's <laughs> yeah. name is. Yeah. He's got the throwing stuff. But I was like, oh my gosh, hey, they're using like actual wrestlers in this thing. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. They had yeah. him and um, anybody. Listen, I, I used to watch wrestling. I don't watch anymore. So for those of you who's going to shame me, I don't understand why. Wrestling was pretty good back then when I was watching it. But they had the Hardy Boys. That was there, Matt yo, Hardy and Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Yep. Matt and Jeff Hardy were had two of my favorites, man. Oh, Jeff Hardy was my personal favorite. But um, and then they had someone else on there that I was like, I haven't heard of him before. I think he was one of the classic WWF wrestlers, but I saw the rock on there and I was like, man, that's awesome. I totally never realized they actually used real wrestlers during this entire thing. They did. They got him on there. I mean, you know, part of their profession is acting. So getting him on the show is, uh, getting it done. And, uh, it's funny, just, this is a sidebar. It's still on the, the subject of wrestling, but I just thought about it when we were talking about wrestlers is there's a guy at work who's a security guard. I'm not sure if you've seen him, but he looks like uh, this wrestler. He's been around a while, but he's he's still doing it, apparently. Mark Mark Anthony, I think his name is. You know what I'm talking about? Mark Anthony. I only know. No, oh, no, no, no. Mark, no, no, no. Mark Henry. Mark Henry. Yeah, oh, Mark Henry. yes. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Security guard. He looks just like him when he still had his dreads. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, for when you said Mark Anthony, I was like, sorry, like sorry, Latin singer. No, Mark the, name, the name was too. It was they're too close together. <laughs> they're too close together. No, Mark Mark Henry, the wrestler. There's a security guard who we compare him to either uh, Mark Henry or he kind of looks like like the Predator from like Alien versus. <laughs> you know, I would much rather take if I were him, Mark Anthony. I mean, Agreed. excuse me, Mark Henry over the Predator. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Mark Anthony has been inadvertently involved in this episode. <laughs> Sorry, Mark Anthony, if you're listening, we apologize that you were dragged into this. Uh, we apologize on behalf of the Rag Chew podcast. Profusely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I will say, I used to watch wrestling like crazy. I would say from the 90s. My dad was the one who got me into it. 
back when like Stone Cold Steve Austin was wrestling. Uh, obviously, Rocky, I mean, Rocky, the, the the Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Rocky. Rocky. <laughs> Listen, okay. Uh, for those who are wondering, um, I am coming down with something. I feel like so any stupid comments I say um, should be directed towards my sickness and not at me. Okay. He's getting ready to go run a flight of stairs in Philadelphia. Sorry. I think the I think the Rocky might have been funnier than the Mark Anthony though. <laughs> Anyways, we're obviously not good at names today. No. no. We do not have it down at all today. But I will say, nonetheless, wrestling was really cool back in the nineties, early two thousands. I used to watch it like crazy. And then, I, I don't know, I felt like it got stupid, or I just didn't get into it anymore. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I aged out of it, kind of, but I used to love it. Did you? How often did you watch it? Did you watch wrestling? Yeah, absolutely. It was, I got into it via a friend of mine who lived down the road, and I, uh, let's see, I was probably like seven, excuse me, seven, eight, nine-ish, I guess. Somewhere in that time span is when I got into it, and I think I got out of it uh, around probably thirteen or so. But yeah. I was I was really into uh, the Hardy Boys. I was really into Rey Mysterio. I was really into Eddie Guerrero. Um, I hated JBL. And I feel like everyone you had to. If you everybody watched, hated him. He's like know? he's like freaking Tom Brady, man. I mean, like. <laughs> He's like the pretty boy who's good, but you don't like him because of that. <laughs> he's the wrestler that everyone hates just yeah. because he's a pretty boy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And when he'd show up with his dang limo and the steer horns on the front, everybody'd be like, not today, Satan. <laughs> you know? And when he beat Eddie Guerrero in like the championship match that one year, because I forget, no, he Eddie was facing someone who wasn't even JBL, I think. And I don't know if I'm correct on this. This is memory of me as a child. But uh, either JBL showed up and helped the other guy or somebody else showed up and helped him. And uh, and and uh, not I guess they knocked Eddie out. And uh, as a child, I don't know if I ever experienced more disappointment than that moment. Like I was Nothing like in your life. No, seriously. And like, <laughs> it, was, it was bad. Like I contemplated a lot of things for several days. After, like, <laughs> they let that be legal. And then like my sister, older sister, Megan, shout out, because I know she listens, uh, had told me that wrestling was fake. And I denied it and denied it. And I was like, you're crazy. There's no way. This, I mean, these guys are they're pouring their hearts out, man. Uh, and uh yeah, when I found out it was fake, I was really sad, and that's pretty much when I got out of it. <laughs> you know, but this is what I'll say. So everyone has that argument of wrestling's fake, right? We we all know a lot of it's stage and everything else. If you're um, old enough, I guess, to realize it's kind of like the uh, Santa Claus thing, eventually you're like, yeah, okay, this is fake. But when people go through tables, they go through tables. I mean, nah, when they get yeah. hit by a chair, they're getting hit by a chair. Yep. I mean, and back during the 90s and early 2000s and stuff, they did – I I went too far into studying wrestling. They used to do this thing called blading. Do you know what that is? I don't know. So in order to make themselves bleed, you know, in like the intense, I guess, like attitude era, I guess, which is like the uh, ni- like late 90s, early to like super early 2000s um, during WWE, WWF was the attitude era. <clears throat> 
And they would, in order to make themselves look like they bleed, the ref, the, uh, ref would usually have a razor blade inside of his wristband. And he would uh, cut the top of their head or whatever so that bl- blood would come down their face and that kind of stuff. So it intensified the match. So they used to say, oh, it, it really brought, you know, a, a match from like a two-star or three-star match to like a five-star match where everyone couldn't stop watching you, that kind of stuff. So a lot of people did it, but then they stopped doing it because one, uh, I feel like WWE started becoming more PG, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah but that. also, uh, apparently it was also causing a lot of health concerns. Oh, well, yeah. Obviously, if you're cutting your head open, you know, almost every three weeks, there's <laughs> that's not a good thing. No, no. And what if the refs got like hepatitis, man? I mean, I'm just, <laughs> with I'm some just, of those guys, I could believe it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, who knows who they're out and about uh, dabbling with there, you know? Yeah. So, I uh, mean, afterwards, crazy, uh, crazy parties. I only look at like. 80s uh, hair bands and that kind of stuff. Everything that they did. I mean, uh, speaking of like Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones, if you uh, if you cremated him after uh, he died, you could basically snort it and still get high. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, not like, wrong. No, not you're not Steven Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the more I mean, like as you said it, like, and I started to think about it. I'm like, wow, I'm not sure if it was supposed to be a joke, but it sounds like a fact. <laughs> that is not a joke. It is yeah, a fact, Kate. Sounds like cold hard fact, sir. <laughs> the cold hard truth, brother. Brother Bonesaw. So, Cade, how was your week, man? What, what's uh, what's going on? What's going on in the world of uh, of Cade? Well, it's been uh, yeah, it's been a hectic week so far, honestly. Um, since we last met, what has gone on? Let me ponder the old memory there, sir. Um, I started doing. This is not meant to be a plug. I'm just talking about like I guess what I do. Um, so I started doing a like color commentary for like a it's called the simulation football league um well that must be cool yeah it's neat so uh my my buddy eric uh who we've been good friends now since 2014 ish 13 14 one of those two years anyways so we've been uh we've been good friends since then he's been doing it for a couple years he does play by play for them and then you know they do like He's got like a created player, but it's cool like what they do. So they have like uh, all pro football 2K8, which was like the last 2K football game that came out uh, after obviously after the NFL licensing ended. Right. Um, because EA decided to be a bunch of jerks and, uh, you know, buy it out and then make subpar games every year that I continue to buy for some unknown reason. Facts. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, so they have created out of this. Um, the Simulation Football League, um, you can find them at simulationfl.net. Um, they stream on Twitch, they stream on YouTube, and they also stream on a, um, what you call it? There's a, they have a, uh, uh, sorry, hold on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you exactly what it is because it's on, they have a channel on uh, DirecTV uh, that you can actually Wait, what? tune in. Yes, and this week, according to our thing, uh, 11 sports is what it's called 11 sports it's uh direct tv channel this is really small 623 or six it's either 6231 or 623 i can't tell one of those anyways uh it, the graphics really small but uh yeah we'll be on there this week uh the game that i'm calling is monday january 20th this will obviously uh not post by then anyways but uh continue Anyways, down the road, simulation FL. But um, 
Yeah, so they've got uh, eleven sports channel, Twitch, YouTube. They all stream on. It's it's really cool. Uh, but they have uh, quite the following of a few thousand folks, and they have people who, I mean, you basically you you sign up, you can have a created player. They have these created teams. They have owners. They have head coaches who do the the playbooks and stuff like that. And uh, it's neat, man. It's it's a very involved league that they have going on. It's uh, they put a lot of time and effort into it. They've got sponsors. They're they're actually bringing in revenue um, that I'm not getting because I uh, it's not that big. But uh, <laughs> no, no, still, I mean, it's an awesome opportunity to be able to go out and do something like that, you know? Yeah, it's fun, man. It's 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 cool to I mean, I love football and my wife has told me for the longest time when I watch games that I have I have the habit of I will say things and I say them and then no kidding, 10 seconds later the announcers decide that's when they're going to say the exact same thing. So, it was a good opportunity to try and get into that sort of thing. Uh, you know, even for just voicial experience because I've had people tell me forever and which is one of the reasons why I started you know, one of the other podcasts I have and, and this one that I've enjoyed so much doing with you is that they're like, oh, man, you got a radio voice. You should do that. Like, that's cool. And and so it's fun. So I do color commentary and my buddy Eric does uh, play by play. And um, season one is just getting underway. So check us out. Simulation FL. If you're ever unsure of when the games are, check out SimulationFL.net. And uh, you can find out when we'll be going. We did our first game this past week on Sunday morning. And uh, it was fun. It was a really good time. So uh, that's that's pretty much all I've been up to this week. So I thought I'd throw that in there, sir. How about yourself? No, that's awesome. No, that's really, really cool. No, I mean, I don't know. For some reason, I agree. This this week has just been weird. I don't know if it's one of those like full moon kind of weeks or something along those lines. But man, it has been an odd week. Um, Not too, too much in my world. Uh, my wife and I this past weekend... We went to uh, one of my favorite restaurants of all time, uh, Applebee. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went to my uh, my favorite restaurant. There's a really good, good steakhouse. It's like a hole in the wall steakhouse um, up by me, somewhat near like a Popka. Um, it's called the Backroom Steakhouse, and it has steaks that are literally to die. Another free plug here. I'm literally just throwing this out. It, the steaks are to die for. Like the meat melts like butter. I feel like it's almost as good as you can get over at like Ruth's Chris. The only thing I'll say is like the sides are meh, but still, nonetheless, excellent food. Oh my gosh, we went up there because uh, to celebrate my birthday, which was Heck awesome. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, yeah. Awesome, folks, <laughs> and, uh, you know it's really weird. It came last year and then it came again this year. It's just something that I cannot shake every year. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but yeah, uh, we went to there and then Sunday I was so excited. I got to wake up at the, uh, butt crack of dawn, uh, cause my wife and I decided it was an excellent idea. Well, I'll say it was awesome. We went and got a, uh, a photo shoot for our anniversary. So we've started a, oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. We said, uh, we started a tradition to where we said what we want to do is every either milestone anniversary or every anniversary, you want to go and do a photo shoot together so that we can kind of do, uh, the changes and that kind of stuff that happens not just to us, but to our family and that kind of stuff as time goes. So uh, we went to use our phot- wedding photographer. Uh, I'm going to plug him here because he's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, Patrick Buckley. Uh, he's amazing. He used to have a company called Patrick Buckley Images, uh, but now he's tuned, uh, I guess, like merged together with a guy who's a videographer. So it's PB&J Studios, but he's fantastic. 
um, best photographer I've ever had. But it's it's a lot of fun. We went out and got pictures and that kind of stuff for the two of us. So I'm really excited to get those back. But we uh, were lucky enough to wake up at six o'clock in the morning so we can go meet him down um, at this really rural uh, park around us uh, to go get pictures. And uh, that was awesome. It was like going to work uh, on my weekend. So that was awesome. But hopefully the pictures turn out fantastic. But nonetheless, um that's really, really been my week, man. It's really, that was the only, the super excitement other than, you know, the normal work grind, that kind of stuff going out there and making that dough, that hey, pop of dough. Yeah, bro. We got to work know? for a living because yeah. we're living to work. We're not working to live. Hopefully it's the other way around. You know, that's, that's a great way to, you know, my, I, I feel like this is kind of bad to talk about. My dad used to say, um, he, he used to say at one point he, worked to live or excuse me he lived to work rather than work to live yeah um, you want to well did i say that right yeah i, I right? mean uh i if you think about it like what do you want like what do you want to see yourself doing like if you're just if you're working to live um i guess it's kind of a bummer right because you just have to work to get through life which is what it feels like most of the time unless you're doing something you truly enjoy um you want to live to work like so if it's something you love and you enjoy doing like if max and i made good money off of doing this and we didn't have to do anything else you're so obviously your support is key in that i'm just saying <laughs> uh, there's a yeah. real plug yeah there's a there's a real rack you plug hey rack you come on um then uh, I'm sure we'd feel differently about it. I mean, it's not that we both probably don't enjoy the, the jobs that we do because the goal every day for me is to find the thing that uh, I hate the least, I guess. But like conventional work is not, I don't, I don't, I guess it depends on what everybody calls conventional work. But uh, the job I feel like I'm in right now is what I dislike the least of all the things that I've done. It's fun. There's different every day. It's so on and so forth. Is it what I would do if I could do anything? Absolutely not. So until I find what I would do until I could do anything, um, then I would say that I'm uh, working to live. Yeah. No, I get that. And then, well, my, my dad said it because unfortunately, you know, he got stuck into that grind of where he's trying to support for his family, you know? And so, uh, you know, it really resonated with me. And he said, you know, at one point I was living to work rather than working to live. And like you said, I think it's all depending on what you want in your life. If you're wanting, you know, just that success um, and the gratification to keep moving up at work, then that's great. But if you're wanting something else out of your life, then, you know, you, you work to live. And I don't know, that's that the way I've always lived. It is I live to work. I mean, excuse me, work to live. And the reason why is because I want to be able to support my family and that kind of stuff. But what matters to me is my family time, you know, spending time with them wholeheartedly sir but it's it's all depending on what you want in life exactly what you said if you're happy i mean there's people out there who are really happy you know cleaning sewers i don't care what that's what makes them happy you know and people enjoy working on cars for a living i'm not really that kind of guy sure i can work on a car and i can do what i need to but i'm not the kind of guy who that's what i want to do day in and day out so for sure man i'm lucky exactly what you said i work in a job that i really love and that i can do every day yeah wholeheartedly but uh You know, I feel like we need to move into, so I feel like we've now made it a thing where I am now finding an interesting article and I guess reading it aloud here to everybody, 
But boy, did I get a doozy this week. Cade, would you agree? I already told you what the topic was, but uh, <laughs> would you agree on this one? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this is from the Washington Post. I actually did hear this on the radio, and I immediately typed it down and said, I got to make sure to share this on the podcast. So it's from the Washington Post. Um, the headline here is, Man Requests, quote, Trial by Combat using Japanese swords to resolve a dispute with his ex-wife. I mean, amen. (laughs) So let me just, let me just like, if you're, I said this to you earlier, I mean, just in a much less uh, sophisticated way, if you're the ex-wife and you're doing trial combat by sword, let's just hypothetically say that, well, you can say for either one. So like he requested combat with her. Yes. Um, Let's, I mean, if he's doing that, I got to imagine she did something that really pissed him off, uh, potentially cheated on him. Like, where do you think where do you think he's going for? Like, he's probably going right for the mammary glands or (laughs) something else. And vice versa, she's probably cutting something off that he values. So I I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) If they want to put them in the octagon with a couple swords, man, I'm not saying I'm not against it. Okay. Well, you know, this is the interesting thing that I ended up, like, after doing a little bit of research, trial by combat is not illegal in the United States. But a duel, a gentleman's duel of two guns, you know, like where you face back to back and then you walk away 10 paces is illegal. But a trial by combat is not illegal in the United States. Yeah. You know, so that's interesting, right? That's not illegal. How is a duel illegal? Like, I feel like I don't. I don't know. A, I feel like it's still a accept. trial by combat, right? Yeah, in a duel, like you have to accept. Like you can't. I mean, if so, if both people have to say yes, then why is it illegal? Because then you're basically giving consent. Well, I feel like it's all. I mean, I feel like it's how you file it. If you say yeah. it's a trial by combat rather than it's a duel, let's have a gentleman's duel. You know, uh, then I think it's different. Versus if you said let's just do a trial by combat. But, so, uh, let me jump in here. So, I'm not going to name the person whose name. If you really want to look it up, I kind of already said who it is, but I'm not going to mention it here. Uh, Has been, quote, destroyed legally by his ex-wife and her attorney. He wrote in court filings, now he wants to take them on in a different kind of battle, sword fighting. Uh, In a peculiar move, Blank has asked an Iowa court to agree to trial by combat. Uh, The, what is, Des... Des Moines? Des Moines? Yeah, Des Moines. Des Moines Moines Register reported. He explained in court documents that he hopes to meet his ex-wife and her lawyer on the battlefield where he will rend their souls from their corporal bodies. Oh, God. He noted that a trial by combat has never been explicitly banned or restricted as a right in these new United States, adding that it had been used as recent as 1818 in British court to prepare. He requested 12 weeks lead time to have one katana and one walk wicked wicked she i don't know sourced or forged for use um it seems like he filed the motion out of frustration with the legal system where he and his ex were litigating property tax and custody disputes so i mean in case anybody's wondering they can still file for it it was shot down um it is also noted in here that he has no mental health issues uh he said that he doesn't expect his request to be granted as no experience in sword fighting, but given the chance, he would go through with it anyway. Oh, yeah, I got to say, one thing that stuck out to me there was that uh, 
custody battle was mentioned. And I think if you're willing to kill your ex with a sword, like when you have a child that, I don't know, that's kind of messed up, I guess. Right? Oh, man. Hold on. Hold on. I got to read this quote here. Uh, The lawyer, his ex's attorney, uh, in court, responded by correcting his spelling, number one, uh, of corporal bodies, um, arguing that potential life-ending ramifications outweighed the issues at hand. And then although the respondent and potential combatant do have souls to be rendered, the lawyer wrote, they respectfully request that the court not order this done. <laughs> oh, well, I guess that's a nice way to word. I, we don't feel like dying uh, today. Thank yeah, you. I, I guess so, right? I guess so. Jeez Louise. Like, wow. What? <laughs> I was like, as soon as I heard that, literally, like I said, the first thing that went through my head is, oh, I got to share this on the podcast. Oh, I got to share this on the podcast. Glad you did, sir. I hadn't quite heard about that. But, right? Uh, that was a good one. I can't that say. That was a really good one. Yeah, I can't say. Uh, did it say? Well, no, yeah, it said Des Moines. Island. That's not where I would have thought it would have come from, honestly. Where did you think? Did you think the meth capital of the world, the land, Florida? Uh, I either, like, honestly, my first guess would have been Florida, just because where we yes. live is an absolute. Um, bag of you know what all the time uh but my second guess would have been uh probably alabama honestly (laughs) see but the thing that i would the reason why i would hesitate from alabama or florida well florida it makes sense florida 100 it makes sense it does make sense but the reason why i would have swayed from alabama was because it used by katana so if it would have been by shotgun you can bet I would have said Alabama in a heartbeat, but I, I don't know. Katana just seems a little bit more sophisticated in yeah. terms of combat styles. You know, now that you say that, like it does sound a little bit more Northwest, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Iowa. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what else do they have to do in Iowa? I mean, listen, if anybody's listening in Iowa, I apologize, but I mean, what else do you have to do in Iowa? Um, each other, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Your cousin, I guess. Your cousin, I guess. <laughs> Sounded more and more like the Alabama of the North right there. <laughs> Anybody's in Iowa, full disclaimer. I don't know enough about you to say otherwise. So sorry. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't know anything about I. I'm sitting here thinking Iowa doesn't have corn, right? Like, they don't have corn? I don't know. I'm gonna be, I don't know a lot about Iowa. You know, that I, I hate to be on. I, I'm going to be be that guy here. I feel well, like a lot of people forget about Iowa. No, they do. I mean, it's not, it's not, you're not incorrect. And I'm sure that people in Iowa would, would probably tell you the same thing. They're like, people forget about us all the time. Well, I met one person from Iowa in the entire time I've lived inside of Florida. And they said the same exact thing, which was, no, a lot of people don't know what I, anything inside of Iowa. And I went, okay, all right. Yeah, just checking. Yeah. I hear their, I hear their caucus uh, is important. Oh, oh yeah. The Iowa caucus. Wow. That was a great way. Yeah. That's the one big thing that happens in Iowa every year, other than, I guess, like a corn festival, maybe. I don't know. There's <laughs> corn there, but. <laughs> they used to be part of Louisiana. Does that count? Well, did they really? Yeah. When uh, the Louisiana. Oh, during the Louisiana Purchase. Yeah, it was like, it was, uh, Iowa's part of French Louisiana and Spanish Louisiana. I didn't know that, actually. Very fair point. Yeah, with the Louisiana Purchase. Who is that? Uh, Jefferson? Uh, no, Jackson, Andrew Jackson, Jackson. Yeah. I think. Wow. Cause I was sitting there thinking $20 bill, $20 bill, Jackson, 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 Man. Jackson, Jackson. 
Sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> Man, we are just teaching everyone something today. From we, uh, we, we know more about that than we led on to believe, sir. Yeah, we knew. See, and and you know, I feel like people don't just listen for the entertainment here, Cade. Yeah. They listen for the education. Educating Louisiana Purchase, brother. Trial by combat still allowed in the United States. Yep, yep, yep. If they there's one thing you walk away from out there too, honestly. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, if there's one thing they walk away from here today, at least there's two things that they're educated with. Yeah, you know yeah. that made no sense, but we're gonna just move on from <laughs> that. You know one. what? Based <laughs> off the crap that we talk about, I'm sure they're gonna be educated in more than two departments. But yeah, yeah I I agree. I agree. I agree with with us jumping topics all the time. I think. Everyone listening right now is fully informed. You're welcome. The more you know, right? The more you know. Is that weird? Our, no, we're just we're just gonna keep rolling there. All right, Kate. So um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna. I think let's move on to our my my favorite segment, Rag Chew Rants. Heck yeah, boy! Heck yeah! I don't know where that came from. I don't, I don't know. For that, it sounds super familiar. But uh, welcome welcome to Rag Chew Rants. So, uh, Cade, I know you had... So what we decided to do this time is we're going to do two different topics. Uh, Cade's got a topic lined up. I have not heard what's loaded inside of the chamber. <laughs> and Cade knows mine. So uh, I will say that. Uh, he I have shown him mine, and he hasn't showed me his. So uh, we don't know. Uh, disclaimer here, though. Um, we, our opinions are our opinions, your opinions are your opinions, and we respect those opinions. We think they're wonderful, but these are just ours. We thought this would just be a fun way of sharing our opinions and having a little bit of a rant um, on what we believe. So, uh, Cade, you want to, I feel like you should go first, because I'm anticipating, I'm seething with anticipation yeah. over here. <laughs> I'm going to try not to go to jail for this one. Uh-oh. All right. Oh, oh, God. No, 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 it's not as bad as you think it is. It's actually probably something that everybody thinks, but like maybe doesn't say because they feel like you know it's coming up on that season is what has inspired it Uh oh so uh so i'm gonna share it's uh there's a little story that goes along with it, but i'm gonna be quick i'm gonna try to be i'm gonna try to keep this under four minutes all right all right and go and there once was a time when <laughs> anyways uh so actually <laughs> recently we were um audited by the irs oh tax time okay tax all right. time brother oh. all right so go right ahead in uh, 2017 we had switched to this financial advisor whatever you want to call her who's an absolute freaking moron and uh so my wife had a bunch of investments i didn't have anything because you know i don't think about stuff like that and um so she was like, oh, well, hey, I got a great idea. Let's move all this stuff under me. So I'm going to go ahead and transfer, being the key word there, uh, stuff over underneath our you know, company brand or whatever. I'm not going to name the company because I'm not trying to get in dispute with these morons. Anyways, so she does not actually transfer them. She sells it and then buys so the investments. Yeah, so she sells okay. it and then turns around and then buys back into her company. So instead of transferring and uh, she sells, which basically incurs uh, taxable taxation. Costs. Yeah, yep. exactly. Because it's income at that point. Precisely. Doesn't really give us a heads up on that sort of thing. Um, and so when I did taxes back then, I, you know, 
I, I don't know. I just put in what I've given, you know, I don't know anything about that crap. And, uh, she, so we get a, you know, letter that says we owe like an extravagant amount of money recently because we didn't report this. And then there's penalties and this and that and so on and so forth. And, um, I guess the moral of the story with the whole thing is like taxes are funny because like the government knows what you owe them, right? But they don't want to tell you what you owe them. They want you to guess what you owe them. And if you don't get it right, then you're either paying them a lot in fines or your ass is going to jail. Like it's one of the two. So what makes me laugh about the whole situation, I don't know if anybody's ever thought about this before is like, so if you don't pay taxes, they'll throw you in jail, which in turn is costing them tax money. So, huh? Like, I, I feel like it's counterproductive <laughs> to what you're trying to like set an example for. It's like, okay, we'll pay us tax money. It's like, oh, shit, I totally messed up. I can't pay you tax money. Oh, well, you're going to jail and you're going to cost us tax money from other people who are paying their taxes that we could be using to fill the potholes and the roads that you complain about every day because I-4 is still not done when they said it was <laughs> going to be done in 2020. I just... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the I-4 reference is just what destroyed me. <laughs> because it's not... I mean, it's not wrong, though. Like, that's what drives me nuts is, like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, if you know what I owe you then bro chacho just tell me what i owe you like I, I why do i have to go through the process of typing everything in every year and so you can uh decide if i messed up or not just i'm sorry i didn't mean to say that anyways just streamline it okay make it easy you can do better make this less of a red tape process okay that's all I'm asking for. That's my biggest rant is I think that taxes are a hoax and it's time to throw some more tea in the damn Boston Harbor. <laughs> That's it. Taxation is theft. I will say I, I do. I, I understand why taxes exist. I totally, totally I get understand why, why taxes exist. But stop trying to rail me in the bathroom, man. Just like, give me, <laughs> like, just tell me what I owe you or what I don't owe you and stop trying to make me figure it out. They don't so, teach you that in school. They don't. No. And then, you know, that's the thing. I, you know what? This is going to be my rant. I'm going to rant on this one. And, I, you know, this is not the one I had planned at all. I'm going to rant on school subjects here. Because that is the one thing I will say I hated. So I'm, I'm, for those who don't know, I'm rather young. I'm not like young, young. But I'm in my 20s. Okay. So I've graduated from school fairly recently, right? The one thing I hated as I got out of school, I had no life skills. Can I tell you Pythagoras' theorem? <laughs> no, not anymore. I'm going to be completely honest. But at the time, I probably could have told you that. But I don't remember. I, I, I didn't learn anything. I will say, um, I was lucky enough my um, senior year of high school, there was one class that I found the most interesting out of all the others that I took that more prepared me for life outside, which was uh, a class called uh, Algebra with Financial Applications. And that was a awesome class. Now, I'm not an algebra guy at all. I think it should be illegal to add uh, number, excuse me, letters to numbers, uh, but that's just my opinion. But it was the only good class that I ever took because 
they taught me how investments work. Uh, one of the projects that we had was, okay, uh, you draw out of a hat what your career is. So I got elementary school teacher and you have to be able to figure out where you can live, how you're going to pay bills off of your salary, what car you're going to drive, internet, everything that you're going to have to do and you're going to have to present it. So I thought that was really, really cool. It taught me budgeting. That was awesome. Um, I also, I didn't learn taxes. That was one thing it didn't teach me, but it taught me how investments work and what a 401k was and everything. I mean, that was awesome. I can say that was one of the best classes I ever took. Otherwise, I don't want to say schooling is useless, but I want to say there's a Not difference a between... Yes. Well, the the first thing I have always learned is there's a difference between school and education, right? School just teaches you the skills and that kind of stuff and some skills. And, and, and I feel like, unfortunately, the U.S. Uh, education system teaches you what was useful 40 years ago. <laughs> if even, yeah. Uh, you know, and I, but I'd still say algebra has taught me, right, skills that I still use to this day. Um, I use math a lot inside of my job currently um, in order to figure out revenue and everything else inside of my job. So I, I use that a lot. But um, I, I don't need to know things like Pythagorean's theorem. I mean, don't get me wrong. It, did it make me more well-versed in other stuff? But I didn't need to know that. I loved physics inside of high school. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. But I'm not applying physics right now inside of my job. I think there should be – and I understand that's what college is for is to teach you specialized training. But that is the one bone I have to pick with the education system is that you – they teach you a bunch of things that you're not going to apply later on. Now, I will say I'm really glad I learned how to read, Right. I'm really glad I learned how to write. I'm glad I learned how to type. I'm glad I learned how to do all those things and do basic math. But there comes a point to where it's like, do I really need to know this information? And I will say, the sassier and older I got, the more, <laughs> the more I did get frustrated where I was literally telling teachers, when am I going to apply this in my life? Um, I'm sorry to my mother who had to pick me up from school for uh, saying those things. Uh, and getting <laughs> detentions <laughs> and suspensions for, uh, in my opinion, standing up for what was right. Um, well, look where you are now, sir. Look at me now, a delinquent still. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but it's true. It's just one of those things where I'm like, why did I have to learn 90% of this stuff? So that's my bone to pick. And that's my quick rant is that why aren't they teaching more things that apply to my life outside? Whether it's in, I mean, I can say is that in elementary school, I learned how to mail a letter and I learned how to write a check. But in high school, I never learned any of it. I don't learn investments. I don't learn taxes and how to do them and why you should do them. I will say economics kind of taught me a little bit uh, to, to give benefit of the doubt here and civics taught me why they exist. But there came a certain point to where I'm not learning the information that I need. And correct me if I'm wrong, schooling is supposed to prepare you for your life and is supposed to give you the skills in order to do your job well or to do your life well. Yeah. So it's one of those things to where I think that is the one thing that is failing us. And right now, I can only picture myself with an American flag waving in the background as I am standing up for what is right. <laughs> I agree with you wholeheartedly. I Honestly, if I could like take a stab at anything, I'd say senior year, man. That's what it should be, is getting you life ready. Instead yeah. of like teaching you some things that 
you may not ever use again. I don't know. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I will say reading things such as Romeo and Juliet, Oedipus Rex, everything else taught me interesting literature. And I've always been one for history repeats itself. So if you know history, you know how to prevent it, right? But I will say I wish I learned more skills that applied to my life now because I had to learn all of these. Now, I think the debate comes in, maybe this will be for next time, um, will be what is, you know, what's the responsibility to the parent and what's the responsibility to the schooling? Yeah, you know, that's fair. I think that's a that's an open debate maybe for next time, but uh, something I thought interesting. So uh, that was a, was a fun little rant. <laughs> yeah, 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 fair, fair. <laughs> I got a, I got one more question for you for you here, Kay, before we get close to wrapping it up, because I'm sitting here looking at the time, and man, time has flown. Let's do it, brother. Um, what is one, I guess, give me two musicians that you would have dinner with, that you would love to sit down with. Um, I'll go one alive and one dead Ooh, that I you like would that. want to have dinner with. I like that. Uh, I feel like it's easy for me, just be, based off my preference and uh, who i really like and like to listen to so i'll go dead first i'm gonna say tom petty tom petty tom petty i love tom petty uh grew up on tom petty uh had one opportunity to go see him and screwed it up and he was dead six months later so um that was a bit of a disappointment really yeah i was i was really 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 disappointed that like i had a chance to go see him and uh, it wasn't even that I couldn't get work off. I feel like I just didn't ask because I felt like for some reason <clears throat> I uh, shouldn't. I don't know. I guess because I felt bad for missing work. And uh, and I didn't go. And uh, then he was dead. Like th- this was May and he was dead in October. Uh, so that was a bit of a disappointment. Dang. Um. But uh, yeah, Tom Petty would be my dead one, and um, I have an enormous infatuation with Eric Church, so that would be my live one. Okay, okay, I respect both of those. I respect both of those. I think they both have created an industry of music. I think we've already talked a little bit, obviously, about Eric Church in the past, but um, I think they've both both created a genre and an industry of music that kind of didn't exist before. Agreed, wholeheartedly, yeah, wholeheartedly, you know. I will say, so for me, um, I think dead, I think, I feel like the stereotypical one that everyone's thinking in their head right now, Freddie Mercury, right? And I feel like that would be really, really interesting, would be Freddie Mercury uh, to talk to him. I will say, I I think that's the one I'd pick. Um, I had a, um, to compare it, I guess here, I had an an uncle, one of my... uh, a portion of my name is named after him. And uh, he unfortunately died of the AIDS epidemic. And the only reason why we know is because we saw his name on one of the AIDS quilts uh, years and years ago that someone made for him um, years later after he died, a patch for him. And uh, he was one of the most um, educated people I've ever met. Oh, I didn't get a chance to meet him that I've heard he was in his entire life. He could speak eight different languages. He was a professor actually at Columbia University. He lived right next to Central Park. He was a really, really interesting guy. But I think that one would hit home for me uh, to hear someone who was so strong, especially about the AIDS epidemic and unfortunately passed away due to it. Yeah, um, absolutely. But I feel like he would be really, really interesting to sit down and hear. Wholeheartedly um, agree. 
Alive? That one is really tough. So I will say I've always been a really big fan of Aerosmith. And I love Steven Tyler, like, with all of my heart. I don't know why, but I think he's amazing. I have had the opportunity to meet him once, and I about fell over. Oh, I could imagine. He's a pretty damn cool dude, man. Oh, he's amazing. Oh, he's so, so amazing. Um, I don't know whether to pick him or, for some reason, who else goes through my head is, I don't know, George Strait went immediately through my head or Garth Brooks. I feel like it would be really interesting, both of them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so actually I have a story to spin off of this real quick before we end this because I see we're getting low on time. Um, my mom was lucky enough to have dinner with Alice Cooper. Oh, wow. Yeah, How yeah. And I know. So without going into too, too much detail, um, she was a tour guide for him uh, and had the pleasure of taking him uh, around uh, – I'll just say this. One of the parks uh, within the Orlando area was a tour guide and uh, guided him around, did a guided tour for him for about, I think it was like two days. I I may be incorrect. So sorry, mom. I know you're listening. Uh, I apologize if I'm wrong, but she got the pleasure of uh, guiding him around the parks with his family and ended up becoming really good friends with him. So he invited my mom out to dinner, invited my dad, and they all went out to dinner. And my mom said that my dad's like jaw was on the floor the entire time as he's sitting across a table from Alice Cooper, uh, which was pretty, pretty cool. But they got dinner with him, uh, chilled out with him. And then every year he would come back down. He'd always uh, get my mom as a tour guide and would would always get with her. And so um, up until when we moved years and years ago from our original hometown, uh, we would get Christmas cards from him every single year. Wow. And yeah, yeah, we'd get Christmas cards from him every single year. And when um, my brother was born, he sent sunglasses that were Alice Cooper sunglasses and a card and stuff. But my mom said, fun story, he was one of the most educated people she has ever met. He would, yeah, he read Shakespeare for fun. He had a giant library inside of his house and he loved reading. It was his favorite thing that he'd ever do. And she said he spoke with so much, uh, like, I guess, um, eloquence. Yeah, el- yeah, elegance. Eloquence is a great way to word it. Elegance. Uh, he was very well spoken. She said he was such a such a cool guy and so different from the character that he plays, you know, in his band. But yeah, yeah, I thought that was that would be a a fun story to kind of share with everybody. Yeah, neat. Not necessarily like uh, a, the persona that he puts on, but that's very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. My, I've I've tried. I don't know who to reach out to. I've tried in the past to try and. Uh, I guess I have sent this the only try I've done. I've tried sending a message on Facebook through the Alice Cooper, like social media to be like, Hey, I don't know if you remember, you know, that kind of stuff to try and get attention. Right, right, that'd be right. cool to kind of reconnect them after so many years. But, uh, I don't think he checks it at all. Let's be completely honest. Oh. He's probably getting messages from everybody. But oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm like, I would love to find a way to get in contact with him again and, uh, have him, you know, meet my mom all over again because i'm like i don't know i want to meet alice cooper yeah, he's really cool absolutely that would be cool yeah 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 well uh kate i think we're we're, we're about ready to wrap this up what are you thinking i'm thinking that we've circled the wagons here sir circled the- <laughs> yippee yeah yo kai yay 
Well, uh, I want to thank you guys for listening to uh, another episode of Rack. This was number five. I feel like this is a milestone for us, man. It is. It is. Uh, Cinco, Cinco, Cinco. Cinco de Enero. Cinco de Ragchu. Cinco de Ragchu. We want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, Once again, as we kind of mentioned in the beginning, feel free to follow us over on Facebook at Ragchu Podcast. Uh, If you like listening to the show, rate us. Uh, down uh, below, anywhere, even on Facebook. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Uh, helps us grow a little bit more. And uh, and yeah, anything anything you want to add there, uh, Mr. Cade? Um, what uh, did you say uh, not that long ago about Ellen? Be kind to each other. Yeah, be kind to each other. Oh, that was beautiful. Wow. Cade, that was beautiful. No, listen, I just stole what you said before, but I think it's an important message, so I'm going to keep saying it. Be kind to each wow. other. Wow. That was beautiful. Code with the Cade with the Kate quotes. <laughs> well, thanks guys for listening in. <laughs> wow. Have a good one. Bye.